Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. What is going on, everybody? Welcome in to Underground Sports Philadelphia, episode number 347. It's KB, rockin' solo, dolo with you. We're going to recap a bunch of this Major League Baseball trade deadline, along with everything that the Phillies ended up doing, get into some Phillies things, and uh, touch on some Sixers things, what I liked from the draft. And uh, we'll get into some other uh, information as well. But before we get started... This podcast would not be possible without our incredible local sponsors, Main Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro Foot, Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Bob Novick Auto Mall, Mark Ronchetti CPA LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. And of course, you guys know I'm rocking them every which way, whether it's the blue light glasses, the sunglasses, the merch, the apparel, everything they got. That's the homies over at Tomahawk Shades doing the damn thing. It's still summertime. You still got plenty of sun to soak up. You need to protect those eyes when you're out at the beach, when you're staring in front of a screen, watching the Olympics, watching the Phillies play. If you're still uh, subjugating yourself to that torture like myself, you go to TomahawkShades.com. And when you go to checkout, when you got your cart all filled up, use our promo code USP. Get 25% off your entire order at TomahawkShades.com. That's promo code USP for 25% off your order at TomahawkShades.com. Shout out to the homies at Tomahawk Shades for providing us and our listeners with a quality product for an affordable price. The big dogs over at Stateside Urban Craft Vodka, the official vodka of the underground. Guys, you came out in droves. The vodka sodas are sold out. They're working on getting more. Don't worry. They might even be back in stock. I'm going to do a live check right here for you right now to see if the vodka sodas are back. Drum roll, please. Let's see here. They are still sold out. Don't worry. They should be back soon from what I have uh, been told and what I have seen on the old Instagram from our friends at Stateside, but you can still go to statesidevodka.com and get a bunch of incredible products, including custom-engraved Stateside Vodka 750-milliliter bottles. You can get a pallet of Stateside Vodka when it's in stock, if you are a wholesale distributor. Uh, you can get the Stateside Vodka Briny Mary Resupply. Incredible stuff at Stateside Vodka. They got the Black Label Bourbon in stock right now the bourbon is limited edition guys they it's not always uh in stock so make sure you go load up on the bourbon uh while it is in stock and go to statesidevodka.com get all your goodies from our friends at stateside and when you go to check out with the one liter bottles of vodka in your cart use our code usp to get 10 percent off your one liter bottles of vodka at statesidevodka.com that's statesidevodka.com promo code usp for 10% off the one liter bottles of vodka from our friends at Stateside. You got to be 21 or older to purchase. 
And of course, please drink responsibly. And of course, the official beer of the underground is our friends at Kenwood Beer doing the damn thing. Go to KenwoodBeer.com. Use the Kenny tracker. See who's got Kenwood Beer on tap. Why are you not drinking local? You can't be going to these big wig corporate fat cats that are, are not providing you with the best quality products like our friends at Kenwood Beer are doing. It's KenwoodBeer.com. Use the Kenny tracker uh, to see who has Kenwood on tap. If I'm looking at it right now, let's a bunch of places still got the big Kennys in the area. Uh, you got to get them. You got to get the big Kennys, bunch of places with Kenwood on tap. It gives you the whole map rundown of who's got Kenwood in stock. So go to KenwoodBeer.com and check out everything they've got to offer. Plus, the Kenwood Beer Golf glassware is returning soon. The hats, the street sign hats, they're sold out. I'm bummed I didn't get my hands on one because it is broke boy summer right now. Um, but those hats were clean if you got them. Props to you. But go to KenwoodBeer.com. And, of course, you got to be 21 or older to crack open an ice-cold Kenny. And please, guys, for the love of all that is holy, please drink responsibly. All right, so let's get into this Phillies trade deadline. They make a couple of moves. Uh, one move fell through, like we talked about on Wednesday. And, um, you know... It's so tough to be positive about this team right now. It drives me up an absolute wall. Um, the The deadline was a very interesting one, to say the least. We'll, we'll detail some of these moves here. Um, and we'll obviously get into the big one that uh, just blew my mind that the Phillies even decided to pull the trigger on that. Um, but... The, the small moves that were made were uh, Braden Ogle was acquired from <laughs> the Pittsburgh Pirates in exchange for catcher Abraham Gutierrez. Um, this trade, massive L in my opinion. Like, Braden Ogle, he's in AAA. Uh, his numbers are not great. He's going to join the Iron Pigs. The Iron Pigs put out a uh, welcome to the team type deal for him. Uh, he's 24 years old, just turned 24 on July 30th. His stats this season uh, with AAA Indianapolis, which is Pittsburgh's AAA affiliate. Uh, he's 2-2 two and two with a 3-1-3 ERA um, in 24 games. He's pitched in 31 and two-thirds innings for them. Gave up 19 hits, 13 runs, 11 earned runs. Two home runs. He's walked 23 batters. Like, he's he's walked more than he's given up hits, and, and that's a big issue in my book. He's got 42 strikeouts along with two hit-by-pitches. Um, his strikeouts per nine are at an all-time high for him this year at 11.9. Um, but he's, he's just given up way too many free passes, and... You know, who knows if he turns into anything, but the the annoying part about this trade is that they gave up Abraham Gutierrez, who was originally going to be in the Tyler Anderson deal, to the Pittsburgh Pirates, so I guess Ty, uh, Abraham Gutierrez was not the injury issue um, in the original deal there, but this season, Gutierrez, I mean, he, he's projected to be a pretty solid player, Um the homie Alex Carr tweeted about him, so I'm going to pull up Alex's tweet. 
real quick um, just to kind of give you an idea of where, because I totally agree with Alex here. Um, Sometimes we all just need to wind down after a long day of enjoying our favorite sports teams go to work. And with the rise of streaming platforms, new TV shows and movies are popping up every single week. And it might be overwhelming not knowing exactly what to watch. Well, that's where streamer season comes in. The exclusive streaming platform discussion podcast for TV and movies on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. Join me, KB, and a plethora of our hosts right here at USP breaking down all the new TV and movies that you guys should be watching across all the various streaming platforms that are available to the masses. Catch us on streamer season wherever you get your podcasts. He was outside of the top 30, but, you know, it's it's such a weird deal that I just don't like. I don't like this deal. I feel like Gutierrez was, like, such a young talent that uh, he could have been used in a much bigger deal. And he's had a great year, you know, when he was down in Clearwater. He had a, his, he's a contact hitter, but I just, I don't like this deal at all. It, it kind of bummed me out that you ended up trading for a minor leaguer um, that I don't know if he'll be on this team at some point this season with the way the bullpen is, who knows, but this trade, I give it like a D plus, C minus, like it's a whatever type trade. It doesn't really move the needle one way or another in my book. Um, so we'll go from there with that. The next trade that I want to talk about before the big one is Phillies traded right-handed pitcher Tyler Birch to the Baltimore Orioles for infielder Freddie Galvis and cash considerations, and I believe that the cash that was brought back was like $4 million, um, which like offset or no, there was more, there was other cash considerations than the other deal. So Freddie Galvis is back. This team still does not want to go over the luxury tax and Dave Dombrowski just talking to the fan base. Like we're absolute morons. We know what's going on, Dave. You don't have to like talk to us like we're idiots. You guys never intended to go over the tax. Um, but Freddie Galvis is back. There was a really cool, um, story or tweet that was put out today about Freddie Galvis here uh, in the Inquirer and it was Matt Breen uh, of course because Matt Breen is the GOAT um, and it was Freddie Galvis was so happy Friday afternoon to be traded to the Phillies that he almost felt bad for laughing when Baltimore's general manager called him to break the news he spent the first six years of his career with the Phillies so it's easy to imagine how Galvis felt this weekend in Pittsburgh to be wearing red again Quote, it was amazing, amazing, Galvis said Sunday morning at PNC Park. The first thing I did when I put my uniform on was go straight to the mirror and look at myself again. Man, it was amazing. It was a good moment for me and my family, too. Don't get it twisted. I absolutely love Freddie Galvis. Um, he also mentions that he knew he would come back to Philadelphia. He had that feeling since he left. Um, I don't know why. I don't know if it'll be for two months or if it'll be for next year and the year after, but for sure I want to be here and I want to win a world series with the Phillies. 
Um, I always loved Freddie Galvis. Like, Freddie, Cesar Hernandez, Michael Franco, like, those guys during the, the core rebuild that were, like, very good, you know, Major League Baseball players on a rebuilding team. Um, you know, he's Freddie Galvis is one of the better defensive shortstops, uh, you know, in baseball. You know, it's a little bit below this season for what you'd want, but overall, like, he's solid. You can move him around the infield a bit to play third base, play shortstop. Um, you know, he was the guy. He was the guy. He was the last one that played with the World Series team. Uh, you know, he he got to play with Carlos Ruiz. He got to play with Jimmy Rollins, Chase Utley. He got to play with Cole Hamels. Uh, you know, Ryan Howard, Roy Halladay, Cliff Lee, he got to play with those squads. You know, he, he was that, that connecting piece. Um, cause he got to the majors in 2012 when a bunch of those guys were still here. And I, I'm very excited for Freddie Galvis to be back. Like it's very nostalgic. It's not to the level of Cole Hamels if Cole Hamels ends up coming back, but for Freddie Galvis to be back with this team is just, it's super like heartwarming for me going through the rebuild years and, and being so locked into this team, uh, the way that I was. And, uh, you know, he's a nice bench piece. He's a nice defensive replacement. Freddie's in his 10th year in the league. I remember when Freddie got called up back in 2012 and being disappointed when he got traded to the Padres. Uh, back in 2018, I think it was 27, the off season of 20, 2017's off season going into 2018 when they traded him for Enel De Los Santos. Um, but you know, he's, he's durable. He plays a ton. He's, he's bounced around a bit. Um, you know, Baltimore was his, let's see, Phillies, Padres, Toronto, Cincinnati, bald. So he's been on five teams. Um, and now he's back with the Phillies where he belongs. He's home. I'm very happy to have Freddie back. Um, just from a, even just a nostalgic point of view, like Freddie being home is awesome. I'm, I'm very stoked to have Freddie Galvis back. Um, the other trade though, and we'll get into where I think these trades kind of fit into, um, just the makeup of this team right now, where they sit. The other trade is centered around Spencer Howard, Kyle Gibson, Ian Kennedy, <laughs> this deal. <laughs> I wrote about, I blogged about this on undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com and you can get my like instant immediate reaction to it. I've had a couple days now to take it all in and realize that this trade was still kind of a blunder and still feel like the Phillies gave up too much, um, to get what they got back. So the Phillies acquired right-handed pitchers, Kyle Gibson, Ian Kennedy, and Hans Kraus, who I'll get into as well. He's a character along with cash, cash considerations from the Texas Rangers in exchange for right-handed pitchers, Spencer Howard, Kevin Gowdy, and Josh Gester. Dealing Spencer Howard, <laughs> what the Phillies did to Spencer Howard is what I like to, we we've mentioned it here, but I'm like fully like, coining this term I'm copyright claiming this term so like if you see it just know it came from me it came from underground sports Philadelphia the Phillies have this fascination of yo-yoing their young pitchers 
that they don't necessarily have a plan for. There are a number of instances where the yo-yo effect has come into play with the Philadelphia Phillies over the last five years. Most notably, there are three guys that stick out to me perfectly in terms of the pitching, and then there's a couple hitters that stand out to me as well when it comes to the yo-yo effect. Spencer Howard fell victim to the yo-yo effect uh, from day one. You know, they call him up during a pandemic-shortened season, and then this year they try to figure out the velocity things. He talked about this too, and I'm going to play that clip in a minute. Um, Spencer Howard fell victim to the Phillies saying, okay, you're going to be a starter. Oh, we need you in the bullpen. We need you to be an opener. Uh, we're going to send you back to Lehigh Valley to stretch you out and get you to be a starter again. Oh, but we have an injury, so we're going to bring you back up and you're going to fill in for where uh, Zach Eflin was at because he's injured now, but you're still only going to go like two innings and then we're going to play it as a bullpen game. They fucked Spencer Howard royally. Like, he's your number one pitching prospect, and you're treating him like he's just a, a, a journeyman like Robert Gesellman or something. No offense to Robert Gesellman, but, like, Spencer Howard was touted as a, a top 20 and, at one point, number one prospect in this farm system. And you screwed him over. Underground athlete, friend of the program, Cole Irvin, fell victim to the yo-yo effect, and you see what he's doing out in Oakland right now, he's on a playoff team, pitching in their rotation, is going to be pitching in the playoffs more than likely come September and October. Did the same thing to him. He, he was a starter, pitched that fantastic game on Mother's Day for his debut, pitches a couple more games as a starter, gets moved to the bullpen, gets sent down, back and forth, back and forth. Done. Traded. Daniel De Los Santos fell victim to the yo-yo effect. Didn't know if they wanted him to be a starter, a reliever, a long man, a, a setup guy. It's the bouncing around effect that this Phillies team has where I feel like there's such a missing link between the minor leagues and between the the front office and the coaching staff of the, the major league roster that this team is just continuing to screw themselves with player development where one thing is happening down on the farm, and then when they get up to the majors, they have no idea what to do with a guy because they don't necessarily have a spot for him, but they're feeling pressure because they've continued to stink for a decade, and they're trying to find a spot for a guy that they don't necessarily have the, the, pe the, the hole for the peg to go into. And I, I just can't, I cannot go through another young pitcher or another young position player like a Scott Kingery. And right now, Mickey Moniak's getting that, that raw deal right now too, and it's pissing me off. I can't go through another young player, another young prospect that there's so much potential and so much hype around getting yo-yoed back and forth between the minor leagues and the majors. Like If you're ready for them to be in the major leagues, let them get their feet wet in the major leagues. Don't bounce them back and forth. Like the only per like the only players that haven't fallen victim to this are Reese Hoskins and Alec Bohm over the last, you know, four or five years. Those are the only two guys I can think of that have not fallen victim to this yo-yo effect off the top of my head. I'm sure there might be other guys that have stuck, but those two guys are the only ones. And yet every day they're getting criticized for their play for whatever, because they're playing at the major league level. I, I just can't deal 
with the the lack of attention to detail when it comes to developing these young guys and having them ready to go, having their position ready to roll when they get called up to the big league club. It, it just makes no sense to me. And um, this is what Spencer Howard had to say about him getting traded to Texas, the whole situation with the Phillies, and it is fascinating stuff. So this is Spencer Howard in his introductory press conference with the Texas Rangers. Again, the whole podcast hosted by Steve McAvoy and John Mavalia. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Get In The Whole Pod and be on the lookout for a ton of great content keeping you up to date on the world of golf. Releasing weekly a part of the Underground Sports Philadelphia family of podcasts wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Um, that's a good question. I... <laughs> I was kind of all over the place for a bit, and then uh, they sent me back to Lehigh to build up and get the pitch count up to actual starters pitch count. Um, and then Eflin hurt his knee, so then I just filled in that role. And I'm not sure if that was planned um, to go back and you know do the 85 to 100 pitches in the big leagues or if that was forced from Eflin. But, um, I mean... For the most part, it was starting, and uh, yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, it was tough to uh, to try to find a routine in there. I I did my best to just focus mostly on <clears throat> what I could control, you know, arm care routine and weightlifting and stuff like that to try to just be prepared for whatever they threw at me. Um, but even then, like, uh, it's just a it, it was a tough go up there. So I'm, I'm very excited to be here. <laughs> A tough go. We tweeted that video out. It was uh, courtesy of Levi Weaver on Twitter, uh, who covers baseball for The Athletic. That whole video, Spencer Howard's like trying to hold back like laughing through just the, the ridiculousness that is this Phillies team. It just drives me crazy that like this team is such a joke. The players know it's a joke. And I, I'm just so sick and tired of the mediocrity. And Matt brought this up a couple months ago. I'm going to see exactly when we put the clip out on social from one of our shows a few months ago. Um, but it is, let's see, it might be just a video. But the, let's see. Uh, here, yeah. So May twenty seventh, we talked about this flashback. May twenty seventh. This is Matt Castorina, my co-host on our show. What's What's the point of having these guys when you're not you're you're so clearly not winning a World Series this season or in the next three? That that is very obvious. You're not even a playoff contender. So what are you? What like what is this purgatory that you're you're putting yourself in? And again, paying quite a lot of money to do it. Yep. It's but they won't go over that tax. And that's what's even more – it's just like it's – again, it's this constant like dipping your toes in the water but mm -hmm. refusing to get in. It's like, well, why would you put the bathing suit on and go all the way to the pool if you're not actually just going to get in the pool? Like – or just – you have two options. Get in the pool now, <laughs> immediately. 
get in the pool or go home. And the Phillies continue to to put their bathing suits on, drive to the pool and say, oh, I'm not going to get in the water today. That's exactly what this team continues to do. So they trade for Kyle Gibson. They trade for Ian Kennedy. And Ian Kennedy's Phillies career has been off to a fantastic start. I hope you guys can hear the sarcasm in my voice. Um, because he's been abysmal. Uh, the <laughs> I'm going to pull up his stats here with the Phillies. Um, if I can find them. Here we go. Ian Kennedy. And yes, it is that Ian Kennedy. Uh, so he's been in two games for the Phillies, pitched two innings, uh, gave up three hits, four earned runs, one walk, three strikeouts, a whip of 2.00, and an ERA of 18. He's supposed to be your fucking closer. Ian Kennedy, like that is what you traded for to be your closer. So you could move Ranger Suarez into the rotation Get him out of a role where he's been absolutely dominant and effective. Destroy your bullpen even more. That is not great. And now you have Ian Kennedy, who has been in the league since the Phillies run in 2007 started. He made his debut September 1st, 2007, when the Phillies were fighting back against the Mets. That's how long Ian Kennedy's been in the league. And that's your closer, ladies and gents. That's your closer. I, I just, I truly don't understand what this team's vision is. They, they have no clear-cut path unless they win the division to, to get to the playoffs. And even that is a, a, a task because the Braves made a shit ton of moves acting like you can have like 12 outfielders on the field at one time. And the Mets traded for Javier Baez. They traded for Rich Hill. They got better. The Phillies will be lucky. Like... The, the the baseball gods will have to come down and smite the Mets and, and the Braves from the world. Like, they'd have to take them off of the face of the earth in order for the Phillies to win this division. Because I just don't see how they do it. Like, both of those teams got exponentially better. Sure, they're both struggling right now, and all these teams are like 500 or worse since the All-Star break. But something's going to give at some point with one, if not both, of the two teams that I'm talking about with this with the Phillies. Phillies have like a negative 18 run differential, our favorite game on this show when it comes to this team. And I I just don't I don't see how they can win the division. I don't know how it's possible. They they just continue to frustrate you. The moves they make frustrate you and it's a total disappointment on the end of Dave Dombrowski. You know, you have Rumors about Byron Buxton. You have rumors about Jose Barrios being out there. You have rumors about Craig Kimbrell. And sure, I was not going to give up Mick Abel to get Craig Kimbrell. But you have all of these big-time rumors connected to the Phillies, and it seems like you're just getting used. It's very similar to when LeBron decided to sign with the Lakers and they were just using the Sixers to to gain some leverage and just to say, hey, we're we're signing in L.A. We're not actually giving you a meeting. Um, very frustrating trade deadline for me. I I was so infuriated. Like the two guys, like Kyle Gibson's fine. He's old. He's he's gonna be thirty four by the time the season ends. He's under contract for next year, so I get you have him for an additional year. But like you tanked Spencer Howard's value so hard, and then you decide to trade him for pennies on the dollar 
because of your own doing. Like, imagine what you could have gotten this offseason for Spencer Howard, where his peak was still, like, an unknown and people were infatuated with, by him being a top prospect. You could have gotten a king's ransom for Spencer Howard if you were just going to end up trading him. Like, if you knew that was on the docket, you could have done that. And, like, Spencer Howard was untouchable in the JT Real Muto deal. That's why you traded Sixto Sanchez. So, like, your two, two of your three top pitching prospects from, like, three years ago are gone. Adonis Medina is the only one here, and nobody knows what he is because he's still in the minors. Spencer Howard's gone. Sixto Sanchez is gone. Who's next? I, I just don't get the, the mindset of this team when it comes to young talent. This team is old. They're expensive. And that is the worst thing you can be in any single sport ever is old and expensive. And it seems like they just don't give a shit about like if you're going to be expensive go over the tax they refuse to go over the luxury tax and it is a self-imposed hindrance on this team to couple along with you know half of these fucking morons not getting vaccinated for the the betterment of society and to you know make sure that this team if they do end up going on a run nobody has a covid outbreak i i just truly don't understand how we're rooting for this team. They're so fucking unlikable outside of like four guys. <laughs> outside of like four dudes like Ranger Suarez, Kutch, Reese Hoskins, Gene Segura. I mean, we all love Bryce, but you know, Didi's fun. But like some of the like some of these guys on this team, you just you want to pull your hair out, and they drive you absolutely nuts. There's no consistency, and I just don't see how there's a light at the end of the tunnel this season for them to go to the playoffs, to to just earn a right to play against like Gabe Kapler's Giants, to play against you know, freaking the Dodgers super mega destructo team. The Padres, like that's what you're you're basically signing up for, is a matchup in the the wild card game with a ticket to punch, or I'm sorry, a, a matchup with the NL Central, and the winner gets a ticket punch to go take on one of the juggernauts in the NL West, whoever comes out of that slugfest. It's it's truly mind blowing, and that's even if you win that series. You have to win that first series to even get that opportunity to play against one of those NL West teams. So I just don't see how there's a, a path for success right now. Uh, you guys can check out my blog at undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com. It's titled Dombrowski Disappointment, Philly Straight Spencer Howard to the Rangers. Um, I mean, we'll see what happens down the stretch. We'll see if Cole Hamels ends up on this team. I, I just I don't have any hope. You know, it, it it's bad when, like, you guys know, if you're a diehard listener of this show, and I, I bring this up all the time, but, like, you guys know I love the Phillies. Like, I can't even watch them right now. Like, it just drives me crazy. Like, it, it, it does so much negative to your your evening to tune this te- to tune into this team. I, I just have no aspiration to, like, even turn them on. Like, give me a reason to watch. Because we all know what's going to happen. 
You know, every single game, you it is so predictable. They score one run and they try to cling on for four innings. Team ties it up or takes the lead over them. You got to claw back and fight back and hope that you just get a clutch hit somewhere. I, I just, I don't see how you can view that as a, a means of success going into the stretch run of the season. I, you didn't do enough at the deadline to satisfy 99% of the fan base. I don't think you did enough to satisfy a ton of guys in the locker room. And if this team misses the playoffs again this off, this this season, heads need to turn. Like, heads need to turn. There are certain guys on this team that can stay, but a lot of these guys, I would not be disappointed to see some turnover in the front office, some turnover on the roster, on the coaching staff, because I have, I have been so fed up with Joe Girardi this year. He's been an unmitigated disaster. So, I mean, like, if heads got a turn to, to change the culture of this team and change, you know, the, the way that they're approaching trying to win a World Series, so be it. Do what you got to do to get this team back to where they need to be and uh, quit driving us crazy because I, <laughs> this team, I, I don't know what the direction is for them moving forward. So we move forward. Trade deadline's come and gone. Um, we're going to get into some of just the moves made around Major League Baseball to put in comparison you know, everything that went down uh, at the trade deadline for each team and kind of square up where the Phillies are at um, because there were a ton of deals made, a ton of big blockbuster moves, one of the more electric trade deadlines that I can remember. Um, so Austin Davis, former Philly, gets traded to the Boston Red Sox. Who would have thought somebody would be trading for Austin Davis? <laughs> We all know the traditional Big Four sports and we have our favorite teams and enjoy them each and every week during their seasons. But what if I told you the fastest growing sport on two feet doesn't involve football, baseball, basketball, or hockey? Come join me, Dom Ponteri, and Harrison Kremens as we break down the sport of the future each and every week on the Outside the Box podcast, talking all things pro and college lacrosse right here on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. Joaquim Soria, Joaquim Soria, however you want to pronounce it, I say Joaquim, uh, traded to the Toronto Blue Jays for two players to be named later from the Air, for, to the Arizona Diamondbacks. Richard Rodriguez, another guy that the Phillies had their eyes on from the Pirates, he goes to the Atlanta Braves for Bryce Wilson and Ricky DeVito going to the Pirates. Jorge Soler goes to the Braves for a right-handed pitcher, Casey Kalich. Jay Happ goes to St. Louis from Minnesota for John Gant and Evan Sisk. St. Louis also acquires John Lester from the Nationals for outfielder Lane Thomas. Hansel Robles goes to the Red Sox in exchange for Alex Scherf from the Minnesota Twins. Chris Bryant goes to the San Francisco Giants from the Cubs for Caleb, uh, Caleb Killian and Alexander Canario. Huge deal there. 
for the Giants to get Chris Bryant, um, Javi Baez, and Trevor Williams go to the Mets for Pete Crow Armstrong and a couple of prospects. Um, Oakland gets Josh Harrison and Jan Gomes from Washington for a few players. Craig Kimbrell goes across across uh, the street. Chicago White Sox. He's going to the north side. Uh, or south side? It's north side? I don't know Chicago like that. Uh, so forgive me, but Craig Kimbrell goes to the White Sox from the Cubs for Nick Madrigal. Huge deal there. The Cubs and White Sox love trading like high-level prospects to each other. It's absolutely wild. Daniel Norris goes to the Milwaukee Brewers from the uh, Tigers for Reese Olsen. I think there was some more in that deal as well. Adam Duvall goes back to the Braves from the Marlins. Eddie Rosario goes to the Braves for Pablo Sandoval. That deal made no sense. Like Cleveland just gave away Eddie Rosario. Jose Barrios goes to the Toronto Blue Jays in exchange for a number of high-level prospects uh, from the Blue Jays to go to the Twins. Kyle Schwarber goes to Boston. Daniel Hudson goes to San Diego from the Nationals. Max Scherzer and Trey Turner go to the Dodgers from the Nationals in exchange for four big-name prospects. Uh, Anthony Rizzo goes to the Yankees from the Cubs. Uh, Diego Castillo goes to Seattle from Tampa Bay. Danny Duffy, Barry Amaroyal, gets traded for a player to be named later to the Dodgers. Um, Cesar Hernandez gets traded from Cleveland to the White Sox. Uh, Brad Hand goes from Washington to Toronto. Joey Gallo got dealt to the Yankees. We talked about that on Wednesday. Starling Marte, another guy we talked about on Wednesday. But a huge number of uh, big-name players on the move at this trade deadline. And it just doesn't even, like level up in comparison you know what the Phillies did to some of these big big time deals like if you're gonna go for it just fucking go for it already you know what I mean like give us some hope that like you're truly willing to I hope everybody loved the ASMR of my neck cracking if you heard that um but like let us know you're going all in like telling uh, telling the fans like you have this plan you want to bring that effing trophy back to Philadelphia like just such a, a a lame duck trade deadline for like the fourth year in a row. Doesn't really move the needle one way or another. And it's just a bummer because now you know how this season's going to end. It's going to end in disappointment. And uh, that, that it just, it sucks. And that leads us to our play pickup prop uh, that you guys can check out at playpickup.com, our newest partners. Uh, where you can play props for free, earn points, exchange them for rewards. It is one of the coolest ideas and inventions ever, what our friends at Pickup have done. So go to playpickup.com and start playing for free right now. Uh, And that is, will the Phillies make the playoffs? (laughs) You know, easy prop right there to play. It is embedded in my article that you can check out at playpickup.com. Brings you to the full article at undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com. But if you go to play pickup, Play the props, earn points, exchange them for prizes, and uh, tell your friends. Playpickup.com. I don't think the Phillies are making the playoffs. I'll tell you that much. Uh, I I just don't see I don't see the path for them to get in. I don't see the path for them to succeed if they do get in. So what's the point of getting in? 
I know you want to break the the decade long curse and and drought of not being in the playoffs, but I just don't see the benefit. Like once the season's over, just get the off season rolling and and start turning heads. That's where I'm at at this point. I'm pissed off at this team. They they did not do enough, and what they did was just like linear moves that that made no sense and. I'm just sick and tired of having a mediocre baseball team. Uh, it's that simple. I'm sick and tired of it. There was so much hope and optimism going into this season about this team, and we do it to ourselves every single freaking year. And I just you're you're not even in like the Yankees have been terrible this year in terms of like what they expected to be. They're in third place in their division. And they went out and they went for it. They traded for Joey Gallo. They traded for Anthony Rizzo. They made moves that made their team better. And now Yankees fans, after you know a weekend, think that they're going to the fucking World Series. I mean, that's Yankees fans. But honestly, like, what, could you imagine if we made a move? If the Phillies made a move for one of those guys, the Yankees made a move for. Probably not Rizzo, but you could throw Gallo in our outfield, and my goodness, it's exponentially better. And Gallo's not even the best fielder in the outfield. It just blows my mind. Like, simple things that this team could have done, and they just look down on the fans like these idiots. Like, they think we're idiots, and sometimes we know we know the ball better than they do. And it's unfortunate that I'm, like, already counting down can't wait until Dombrowski's out of here going back to Nashville to try to plead with Major League Baseball to bring a team to Nashville which I mean best believe I'll I'll be there because bucket list gotta go to every stadium but like Dombrowski doesn't want to be here Girardi seems like he doesn't want to be here this team needs change they need a culture change and the the quicker it can happen the better in my opinion that's where I'm at with this team they disappointed me yet again and uh, you can get my instant reaction. This is a couple days after the deadline that I'm recording this. But you can get my instant reaction to how I felt about the uh, the Spencer Howard, Kyle Gibson, Ian Kennedy deal at UndergroundSportsPhiladelphia.com. Uh, where I just like rage typed because I was so angry. The deal just made no sense to me. They, they did it to themselves. They'll continue to do it to themselves. And uh, the day that the Phillies front office can get out of their own way will be a glorious day in the city of Philadelphia. That's all I got to say about that one. Um, But that's all I got for you guys. I wanted to talk about the deadline a bit, talk about these moves, yell about these moves, and um, hopefully hopefully this team figures it out because they certainly uh, know how to make us angry. They certainly know how to be up and down. And we'll see what happens with the quote-unquote easiest schedule remaining in Major League Baseball the rest of the way. Who the hell knows? This team is ridiculous. They drive me up a wall, and they'll continue to do so until I'm probably in the grave. But uh, make sure you guys are following us on social media, at UndergroundPHI on Twitter and on Instagram. We're trying to upload as much content as possible. Um... To, to satisfy you guys Not satisfy You guys get down with us and you rock with us You're the best fucking podcast listeners on the planet um, But we're trying to upload as much as we can Get as much out to you guys We'll have 
clips from uh, my interview with Mike Horowitz uh, from Streamer Season out this week. Didn't get a chance to clip them last week. Uh, he's executive producer on Turner and Hooch on Disney+. Plus. Make sure you guys go check out that episode. Uh, Dylan and I did our review of Black Widow. We talked about some MCU uh, potential leaks, and Mike Horowitz's interview was fantastic. He's the man. And make sure you guys are watching uh, Turner and Hooch on Disney+. Plus. Go support somebody who's supporting us now. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311. Follow Matt on Twitter at Matt Castarina. Like I said, follow the pod at UndergroundPHI on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, check out the website. I'm blogging like crazy again. Hopefully everybody else will be uh, back on their blogging grind soon, especially now with our, our partnership with Pickup to integrate those those prop bets and everything in for everybody. Uh, UndergroundSportsPhiladelphia.com is the place to be for all of our written content. And hopefully soon, going into football season, we'll have a, a bit of an update on the website and, and a better, fresher look to everything and, and some new stuff on UndergroundSportsPhiladelphia.com. And make sure you guys subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to the podcast. Leave those five-star ratings and reviews. Let me know how you feel about this Phillies trade deadline and everything that went down. Did you like it? Did you hate it? Are you indifferent? Whatever it may be. Uh, let me know in the podcast reviews. Five stars only because we have standards. We know you do too, and we know they're five stars. I believe we are at 265 five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts following the podcast review purge that apple did a few months ago uh so get us to 300 if we get to 300 podcasts uh five star ratings and reviews before football season we'll do a fun giveaway for you guys yes you heard that right fun giveaway if we get to 300 five star ratings and reviews before football season kicks off um you can also check us on spotify or wherever you get your podcasts and a uh, big thank you to our sponsors, Main Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro Foot, Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Bob Novick Auto Mall, Mark Ronchetti CPA LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. And of course, the homies at Tomahawk Shades, Stateside Vodka, and Kenwood Beer. Go to TomahawkShades.com, fill up your cart, get the sunglasses, the blue light glasses, everything in between. And uh, when you go to checkout, use our code. USP to get 25% off your entire order at TomahawkShades.com. That's promo code USP at TomahawkShades.com for 25% off your entire order. StatesideVodka.com. Get the one liter bottles of vodka for 10% off at StatesideVodka.com with promo code USP at checkout. You got to be 21 or older to purchase. And of course, please drink responsibly and our friends at Kenwood beer use the Kenny tracker to see who has Kenny's on tap who's got the big tall boy Kenny's in stock ready for you to crack open to watch this Phillies team uh, watch the Olympics whatever it may be you got to be 21 or older to enjoy an ice cold Kenny and of course please drink responsibly this has been episode number 347 of underground sports Philadelphia a bit of a Recap of the MLB trade deadline here in 2021. We'll be back live on Twitch on Tuesday. Tuesday we're live on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash underground sports PHI. The podcast will drop on Thursday like regular. Um, clips will be out Wednesday. Because uh, we'll clip the, the video for you guys. Get, give you a little tease to what's to come if you don't tune in live. But you should be tuning in, tuning in live. Um, as I just got the ultimate, uh, 
Twitter notification that we'll talk about live. Twitch.tv slash Underground Sports PHI. We'll talk about it on Tuesday. This has been episode number 347 of Underground Sports Philadelphia. I'm your boy KB. We are signing off. Peace. Peace.